The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome. You have entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simron. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Empower yourself, broaden your mind, open your heart, and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simran. Dr. Ernest Holmes was a mystic who found God in the silence. Going within and experiencing God in the deepest part of himself was his spiritual practice. His spirituality was reflected in his living. He believed he was one with God, and he experienced that oneness in all that he did. As important as the mystical experience was to Dr. Holmes, he also believed that religion had to be applied to everyday life problems as an integral part of the walk of faith. Wholeness involved the presence, yes, but also the power, the two faces, the dual nature of God. Dr. Ernest Holmes developed the science of mind philosophy to reflect his twin beliefs that the inner experience of God gave entry to the power of God and that changing the way we think about our conditions causes the power of the universe to change those conditions to make our lives better. Science of mind identifies the spiritual principles that apply equally to everyone in every situation and it teaches us how to use them for our advantage. Science of mind is a guide for Spiritual Living, published monthly. The themes include inner peace, hope, healing, guidance, and others. And the magazine features articles that draw together secular philosophy, the theology of various world religions, and elements of science. It has been distributed since 1927, founded by Ernest Holm. The magazine claims to provide a unique blend of spiritual wisdom and cutting-edge insights designed to help readers use spiritual principles to live happier, richer, and more satisfying lives. Science of Mind magazine is one of the most highly regarded spiritual magazines in the New Thought movement, and I'm excited to celebrate their 90th anniversary with their 90th anniversary issue that is released just this month and with the editor and publisher of Science of Mind that is with me today. Reverend Dr. David Goldberg is a minister, teacher, emergenetics associate, trainer, facilitator, and spiritual counselor. He stewards this beautiful magazine along with his team to create something that inspires and empowers individuals across the globe. Without further ado, I'd like to welcome Reverend Dr. David Goldberg to 1111 Talk Radio. Welcome, David. Simran, thank you. Thank you for that kind and generous introduction, and it's a joy to be with you. I'd like to start off talking a little bit about you. I know you've just attained your doctorate, and you did an incredible thesis that had to do a lot with how spirituality influences leaders' thinking and behaviors. And right now, especially as we look at the world stage, (laughs) it seems like that is something that needs to really be infused in certain areas of our life. Talk a little bit about your thesis and the importance of spirituality influencing our thinking, because I think it, it definitely is in line with 
what we're talking about in terms of the founder, Ernest Holmes, and what he was able to create because of that spirituality-influenced thinking. Well, truly, and and thank you for the opportunity. Um, So my degree is in leadership studies, uh, specifically ethical and creative leadership with a focus on creativity, diversity, and social justice. And then, as you already outlined, my work uh, within that body of work is the intersection of leadership and spirituality. So I have always been intrigued with leadership and, you know, coming to religious science, I have always been intrigued with how spirituality influences our, our leadership, whether that is in religious or spiritual movements or in the secular world or within our own individual families and relationships. So what I did is just dive into what that looks like. I, uh, I did two focus groups. I did many one-on-one interviews with people from many different backgrounds um, because I'm extraordinarily clear that this teaching, religious science, works for me and works for many people around the globe and ours is not the only way. So I wanted to speak to people from many different traditions to see how their spirituality, how their religion impacted them as successful leaders in whatever they did, whether that is in the workforce, uh, in the business world, in the nonprofit world, as individual consultants and trainers. And I set out with a, with a uh, premise or a posit, if you will, that uh, trainers or, or that people, leaders who are spiritually inclined uh, would have a thinking profile that perhaps included analytical thinking, conceptual thinking, and relational thinking. Uh, that's kind of what I put forth using the Emergenetics Uh, assessment tool as my quantitative tool of choice. So as I explored that, it it became very clear to me, Simran, that um, yes, it is helpful to have those traits and that that is not a be-all, end-all, that there are many, many different kinds of leaders as there are many different spiritual and religious paths. So I I disproved my own theory, uh, which honestly was a joy for me knowing that people from all backgrounds uh, with all kinds of thinking attributes uh, can and do identify as spiritual leaders. And that's a perfect bridge into even going into the the Science of Mind and Science of Mind magazine philosophy. And I want to start right there because you talked a little bit about our thinking and, and, and the approach that we have to have and the logical part of it and also the mind. And so when we talk about science of mind, the foundation with which Dr. Ernest Holmes established all of this and that the magazine itself uh, purports, can you, can you talk about, is it, is it first the mind that we're approaching or is this, is this both the mind and the heart that gets approached through the pages of, of this magazine and how so? How, how does it, uh, is it experienced by individuals when they receive this magazine? Mm-hmm. So when Dr. Holmes was doing his work um, around the turn of the last century, he was truly a Renaissance man, and he was exploring 
Eastern religion and Western religion and philosophy and psychology and long before we had a term for it, quantum physics and quantum science and integral theory. So he was exploring all of these things, Simran, and what he was looking for is what he identified as the golden thread or the common thread in, in all of those philosophies and in all of those paths. And what his work came to show is that um, really the common thread through all of those religions and all of those spiritual paths is that of oneness. That uh, there, there truly are many roads to the divine, however one chooses to define it, and however one gets there is perfect for them. And Ernest Holmes was really the first person to say that the last thing the world needs is another religion. So he sat out, uh, set out to do this exploration, and he would give talks and share his information and share his wisdom. And then he had requests to do the talks more frequently, and the audiences were getting larger and larger. And so uh, a couple of years on, reluctantly, he agreed to the formation of a church, if you will. So the, the long answer to your short question is, you know, Dr. Holmes was really interested in um, both. He was interested in the mind being open to all that is available and tapping into the wisdom of the ages. And he was interested in the heart and how we as spiritual beings having a human experience could synthesize that and co-create our own experience as we show up as uh, physical beings on the planet. So in his embrace of oneness, which is one of the 10 core concepts that the science of mind philosophy is based on, can you bridge spirituality, religion, and new thought for us so that individuals understand how this fits into their life or, or how they fit into the pages as they're reading Science of Mind? Yes. Um, so many of our readers, our research, our research continues to show us, many of our readers identify as spiritual and not religious. Uh, as a matter of fact, three out of four of our readers around the world don't belong to any church or uh, center, as we call them, or organized spiritual community, if you will. So the magazine truly is their spiritual community. And one of the many things that I appreciate about religious science, Simran, is that people don't have to give anything up to to read into the body of knowledge around Dr. Holmes's work, to explore what that looks like, what that feels like, and what that uh, looks like for them. So, for example, uh, you were kind enough to mention my my recent ordination ceremony, and as part of that ceremony, I had the opening prayer was offered by a delightful being in English and Spanish and Hebrew, and I also had uh, prayers of several faith traditions, uh, with uh, Islam and Judaism and uh, Catholicism and uh, Hawaiian culture and language all being represented. So what I would suggest is that is the science and science of mind. Um, I can only speak from my experience. 
Um, previously, when I would enter a, a new church or a new community, um, my feeling was that, you know, you are welcome and you are loved and um, the, the human physical piece was there and I was really grateful for that. And on more than one occasion, I felt as though I was being asked to kind of check my questioning at the door. Um, this is our body of knowledge and, and this is our canon and this is what we believe and questions weren't always welcome, uh, especially from a young person. And I compare and contrast that with all of our uh, religious science, science of mind communities, where we say, please ask questions. Please continue to be a critical thinker. Please engage us in conversation, because uh, I truly believe that we are all learners and we are all students. So, for those who come in with questions, for those who come in in an analytical space uh, with, with a keen mind and wanting to explore and wanting answers, uh, we absolutely welcome that. So to your point of bridging religion and spirituality, for those who still identify with a particular religion, perhaps the religion uh, of, of their youth or the religion that they came to later in life as an adult, uh, we honor that. We honor all paths to the divine, and we don't proselytize. We're not out to recruit anybody or convince anybody of anything. Uh, we feel that we just present our information, and for many people it is resonant, and for some it is not. And we honor that and encourage everybody to continue on the path that is perfect for them. Beautiful. I'd like you also to speak to the word new thought. There, there are words that are thrown out that are like new age, new thought. There are different types of things. And individuals that are not familiar with these or have been given certain perspectives of these terms may not understand the distinctions or the differences. Can you talk about where Science of Mind magazine falls within this? Is it new thought? Is it new age? How would you frame uh, the material so that individuals, as they're coming into it, they can come in without the trepidation and be more open to, to, to really understanding what it is? Yeah, great question. Um, often when, when I'm having a conversation similar to this with, with folks who are learning and exploring and wanting to know more about our particular teaching, um, I liken it to a, I, I call the whole kind of overarching piece, progressive spirituality or new thought might, might be a synonym for that. Uh, so under that new thought umbrella, under that umbrella of spiritu um, spirituality, if you will, or progressive spirituality, uh, certainly religious science or science of mind and spirit is under that umbrella. And, and those two terms are actually synonyms, just by way of clarity. Science of mind and spirit, or science of mind, and religious science are the same teaching, and that is the work of Ernest Holmes. So you'll hear me using those terms interchangeably. So under that progressive spirituality umbrella, we have religious science. There's also Christian science. There's also unity. There's also Unitarian Universalism. Uh, certainly with no disrespect intended, I liken that to uh, different flavors of ice cream. Uh, it, it's all delicious, and different things mm. taste better to different people. 
so, yes, I, I would suggest that religious science is indeed under that new thought umbrella. And I also equate it to a new thought ancient wisdom. Because honestly, Simran, you know, what, what we are suggesting, a philosophy of oneness, uh, that we are all connected at some point in the universe, that we have, that there is a power for good in the world, and we can use it for our benefit. Um, these thoughts, these ideas, these teachings have been around for thousands of years. And so we offer them as uh, new thought, ancient wisdom. My guest today is the Reverend Dr. David Goldberg. He is a minister, teacher, Emergenetics Associate, trainer, facilitator, spiritual counselor, and conscious communicator. He is the editor and publisher of Science of Mind magazine, and he is with us discussing the core concepts of Dr. Ernest Holmes. Science of Mind philosophy is based on 10 core concepts that serve as the organizing principles of the universe. The complete text of the core concepts can be found in the foundational class workbook, and this is also on the Science of Mind site. These ten concepts are oneness. God is the source of all that is, and God is all that is. Everything in the universe is made of the God substance and is unique individualized expression of God. Two, triune nature. God expresses itself in three aspects, spirit, soul, and body. Each human being has these same three aspects. There is God as macrocosm, human beings as microcosm. Three, creative nature. God thinks and the world comes into being. Likewise, all human accomplishments originate in thought. Our human thinking process is a reflection of the divine creative process in microcosm. Four, prayer. All good is eternally available and ready to flow into human experience. We activate this flow by means of prayer. Through affirmative prayer or spiritual mind treatment, we increase our consciousness of good eternally flowing to us. Five, wholeness. Spirit is a transcendent, perfect whole that contains and embraces all seeming opposites. Six, abundance. All that anyone will ever need or desire is already provided by universal abundance. This applies to everybody, not just some people. Seven, the reciprocal universe. For every visible form, there is an invisible counterpart. This means that we receive corresponds to what we imagine and believe we can receive, the law of mental equivalence. This also is the golden rule. Eight, forgiveness. In the eternal now, there can be no place for divine anger, unforgiveness, or punishment. If we perceive a need for forgiveness, this is a human condition. 9. Immortality. The universal truth about life is that life never ends. What we call death is simply the changing of one form of life for another. And 10. The Christ. Christ is not a person but a principle, a universal presence, the universal image of God that is present in all creation. This is the concept of the cosmic Christ, which is present within every person. You can find out more about this amazing magazine, Science of Mind, and its 90th anniversary Issue, beginning its 90th anniversary this year, is a guide for spiritual living published monthly. Themes include inner peace, hope, healing, guidance, and others. The magazine is available at Barnes & Noble, Centers for Spiritual Living, Apple Newsstand, and independent bookstores. You can find out more at scienceofmind.com. My guest is the Dr. Reverend David Goldberg, and you can find out more about him at drdavidsgoldberg.com. We'll be right back after these messages.
the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, 1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly online publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. Engage with experts and topics of consciousness. Become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, expanding the heart, and experiencing greater aliveness. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at IamSimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. We are here today celebrating the 90th anniversary of Science of Mind magazine. Every issue contains thought-provoking articles featuring today's cultural change agents such as Indyari, Deepak Chopra, Yana Van Zant, Jeff Bridges, and Ariana Huffington. Articles on personal and global transformation support meaningful change in Science of Mind readers, their communities, and our world. Monthly topics include health, money, fitness, relationships, and reviews of the best in new thought media. Their ever-popular daily guides offer insights and affirmations to make each day shine. Science of Mind is filled with practical information on developing your spirituality and creating a world that works for everyone. This monthly magazine is for spiritual seekers of every faith. Single issues of Science of Mind magazine are available at Barnes & Noble bookstores, or you can access it online. My guest today is the Reverend Dr. David Goldberg, who is the editor and publisher of Science of Mind, and he is a conscious communicator, having completed his own thesis work just recently. He is adept at coaching individuals and allowing them to be inspired so that they move beyond what no longer serves them into their greater yet-to-be. You can find out more about Dr. David Goldberg at drdavidsgoldberg.com. You can find out more about Science of Mind at scienceofmind.com. Welcome back, David. I wanted to to back up a little bit on a couple of things that you said, Uh, and and that has to do even with the title of this magazine and the work that Ernest Holmes founded. Uh, When we talk about mind, there's a spiritual protocol, and often the words mind treatment is used, and very much... Uh, Dr. Ernest Holmes believed that it is our minds and our thinking that needs to shift because what we're seeing in the world is not what is real, and it is our our belief in that unreality uh, that actually keeps it in place. Talk a little bit about those terms, spiritual protocol and or mind treatment. 
Yes, and so when we say spiritual mind treatment, that's just our our form of affirmative prayer. And uh, depending on who you speak to, it might have five steps, it might have seven steps. Um, but to your point, the, the genesis of that, Simran, is exactly as you had laid out so beautifully. Uh, Dr. Holmes believed, uh, and, and uh, those of us in the teaching believe, uh, the shorthand is change your thinking, change your life. Because what we know to be true is everything is just energy and information until I choose to label it. So if something uh, is happening in my life, um, it is just there until I choose to call it good or bad or uh, any, any other label that I, that I need to put on it. Now, uh, uh, detractors would say, you look at the world through rose-colored glasses and you're not going to change anything just by you know, changing the way you see it. And we would say, um, why not give it a try? So if there is uh, something that is troubling one of your listeners, uh, we would say, what if you took a moment and you took a step back and you asked the question, what else might be true? So I have something that is happening in my life. Uh, it feels as though things are imploding. Uh, this is not what I wanted to create, whether that's in relationship or in financial matters or um, you know, any other area where, where people are feeling scratchy or, or worse. Uh, take a step back and ask what else might be true. Is there a possibility of looking at something from a different perspective? The other thing that, that I would invite people to consider is what is the common thread in, in all of those elements? And of course, the answer is me as the individual. So the other question to ask is what is mine to learn? If, if I keep dating the same person um, in the form of different people, what am I supposed to learn that perhaps I haven't learned that I keep calling this experience into my life? If I have uh, challenges in my professional life and, and things continue to pop up for me, what if we looked at those as opportunities for growth and change? And, and I get it. It is hard and it is frustrating. And uh, the ego says, oh my gosh, here I go again. And we get into a downward spiral for any number of things. So, you know, change your thinking, change your life. Uh, as, you, as you spelled out in the Declaration of Principles, we do believe that the highest God and the innermost God is one God. So it is up to us to co-create our experience with the divine. You know, I am extraordinarily clear that I am the junior partner in this effort, and I am equally clear uh, that I do have a say, I do have a voice in what I create in my experience. You know, it's so powerful. When I began my own journey uh, more than a decade ago and I was introduced to Science of Mind, there was so much in the magazine itself month after month as I received it, and I still have all of those issues that allowed me to grow. So many people don't realize that when they're in their environment or they're constantly exposed to what they've always been exposed to, it can be a challenge to raise your vibration up or expand your mind beyond what you know because you're constantly bombarded with the same ideas, thoughts, and conversations. By having something like science of mind, 
it in a sense is allowing you to open up your mind, to raise your vibration, to expose yourself to things perhaps that are outside the periphery of the five people you hang around the most or the conversations or the communities that you have immersed yourself in. And, and I think that's a big part of what needs to happen today in, in, a, in a world that is so clamoring for oneness, but yet has the appearance of some divisiveness on so many fronts. It is within our own minds and our own responsibility to lift ourselves up. How do the stories and the articles and the submissions, even the letters to the editor that take place within Science of Mind magazine support this? Oh, well, first of all, beautifully spoken, and, and thank you. Thank you for being a reader, and thank you for sharing your voice with the world. Um, our goal, Simran, in publishing Science of Mind magazine is to do exactly what you just shared. Uh, we do have the daily guides, which help people on a daily basis, and we always try to include something that helps make it directly applicable because words are nice and I can feel good about it, whether for an hour or a day or a week. And what we know about working with ad adults is the quicker I can move something from concept to application, the longer it will be a part of my experience. So we try to have uh, many points of entry, if you will, in the magazine. Uh, some people like the daily guides. Some people are really in tune with our science and spirituality column, helping us bridge that gap uh, that is getting smaller and smaller every moment between science and spiritual communities. Some people really resonate with Murphy, the dog, uh, the human whisperer. This is a beloved uh, canine who offers his wisdom to humans um, through his human, uh, Dr. Bob Luckin. So we, ha we try to meet people where they are. And the other thing that I would point to that, that you also touched on that I wanted to highlight is, again, we are clear that there are so many people and so many traditions doing beautiful work in the world. Uh, that is why we've had the Dalai Lama on our cover. That is why we've had Deepak Chopra and Mary um, and, and any number of people who have been on the cover. And I would just share with your readers, uh, I'm sorry, with your listeners, in December, we always honor our spiritual hero. And the only official criteria for the spiritual hero for Science of Mind magazine is that this individual not be a member of our teaching. Um, because lots of good folks doing lots of wonderful work. And that, of course, is why we have uh, Mother, now St. Teresa, on the cover of the October issue to honor her in conjunction with her beatification by the Roman Catholic Church. So lots of people doing lots of good work, and it all starts with me as the individual. It really is our own responsibility to access various types of materials that can support our growth and, and our expansion. In moving through the different types of media that's offered through science of mind and also being exposed to the very different religions or ideas and concepts that are brought forward in the articles, the concept of oneness can be such a broad-based term and, and has almost become 
a catchword. How how does science of mind thread that through the issues so that from from issue to issue it is something that is a continual expansion and and increase in knowledge and vibration? Uh, is there is there some sort of stair step that you as the publisher and editor use for your themes so that individuals have a beautiful curriculum to follow in the privacy of their own home or even if they decide to collect small groups together and use Science of Mind magazine as a monthly teaching tool as a, as a group? Yes, thank you. Again, another rich question. Um, I work with our amazing team, uh, which at this point is four full-time people as well as myself, uh, to bring Science of Mind Guide for Spiritual Living in all of its forms uh, to our tens of thousands of readers around the world on a monthly basis. Uh, it is truly a, an honor for us. We recognize the shoulders uh, that we stand upon, and it's a responsibility that we take seriously. And, and to your question then, uh, we create editorial themes for the entire year. And that serves us in a number of ways, Simran. Uh, that helps our readers and our subscribers know what to expect over the course of the year. It also helps those who are interested in sharing uh, their work, their words, their wisdom. Uh, if, if people are interested in writing uh, for the magazine, we do have submission guidelines on scienceofmind.com along with those editorial themes. So we invite people to take a look at those themes and, and see which ones resonate with them. And then we, we begin the process and take it from there. Uh, so we, we do offer those themes. And honestly, those are really more gentle guidelines. Uh, we would not say, for example, oh my goodness, this piece by Simran is outstanding and we can't have it in the February issue because it doesn't align perfectly with our theme. Um, that's, that's really not the purpose of the themes or how we use them. Uh, so that yeah, the, the themes are extremely important to us. Uh, the other piece that you mentioned, uh, which I would love to highlight, we created a program uh, last year called Spiritual Living Circles. Again, to the point that three out of four of our readers don't belong to a church or a center. We wanted to provide them with the opportunity to to further their experience to meet in community if they so chose. So what spiritual living circles are, um, people can sign up for free. There's no cost. There are no rules. And you receive a curriculum every month based on the content of the magazine. So if I happen to be a uh, subscriber in Omaha, Nebraska, for example, we don't have a spiritual living church or center uh, within three hours of Omaha. So, per so perhaps uh, subscriber Julie would say, um, I'd like to pull together some people to continue the conversation. So she signs up. Uh, as a host for a spiritual living circle, she receives the um, 
uh, information every month about that particular issue. And it is questions, it is in-depth conversations, and uh, she can convene that group as frequently as she chooses. Perhaps they meet weekly at her house. Perhaps they meet once a month at a coffee shop. Again, no rules, no boundaries, no parameters. We're simply about giving people a chance to express and to learn more. So we have seen this concept of spiritual living circles uh, absolutely take off. We now have thousands of circles um, in several countries around the world, in Indian reservations, in prisons, uh, wherever people get the magazine, they are now coming together in community to do a deeper dive into the teachings of Ernest Holmes and everything that the magazine has to offer. And that is so powerful. Uh, work in circles and concentrated focus like that really does create the change. So we can be the change as the individual, and then we can impact even more change when we come together in community. You have other ways that you are involved in different types of, of outreach. Um, talk a little bit about the event coming up for the Association of Global New Thought. Uh, in addition to your support and sponsorship of the New Thought Channel, and most importantly, the 90th anniversary cruise that is coming up uh, in January of 2018, the Spirit at Sea. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so our spiritual leader, Reverend Dr. Ken Gordon, uh, along with many other people in our movement, uh, created an organization, my goodness, uh, maybe 20 or 30 years ago called the Association for Global New Thought. And everything that you and I have been discussing this morning, uh, this group of spiritual leaders have been taking these conversations into community and into communities all around the world. And so the, uh, it's called AGNT is the shorthand version. Uh, the Association for Global New Thought is sponsoring a symposium uh, later this month. I believe it's the 23rd through the 26th, somewhere in there of October, where they are bringing together uh, many people within the New Thought movement to talk about what comes next. Uh, we as a country, we as a civilization, we as a spiritual movement have so many opportunities for growth and for change and for expansion. And what we know is what gets our attention gets our intention. So what do we want to focus on? What does that look like? Uh, and I know that there is uh, still room available and I am honored to be uh, one of the presenters at, at this year's event. Uh, other, other names, other participants, other uh, sponsoring individuals include uh, Dr. Roger Teal from Mile High Church in Lakewood, Colorado, uh, Dr. Michael Beckwith from Agape in Los Angeles, um, Dr. Christian Sorensen from Seaside in San Diego, uh, Dr. Barbara Fields is the executive director of AGNT, and just uh, pulling together a, a stellar conference for people uh, who may be in the area who are interested. And uh, more information can be found at agnt.org. Uh, the second piece that you mentioned, yeah, we're well, having Doctor, a blast. I'm going to have you. Uh, I'm going to have you stop right there and talk about the other two after the commercial break. They are cueing me. And so we are speaking with Reverend Dr. David S. Goldberg, and he is the publisher and editor for the Science of Mind magazine, along with a host of other uh, amazing abilities that 
he expresses with in the world. You can find out more about him at davidsgoldberg.com. We are discussing the 90th anniversary of a powerful magazine, Science of Mind magazine, which is a guide for spiritual living that is published monthly. It is filled with practical information on developing your spirituality and creating a world that works for everyone. This magazine is for spiritual seekers of every faith. Single issues of Science of Mind magazine are available at Barnes & Noble Bookstore, and you can also access it, its daily guide, and more information at the scienceofmind.com website. Centers for Spiritual Living, founded in 1927 by Dr. Ernest Holmes, is the nonprofit dedicated to helping individuals learn how to use spiritual principles and develop a direct relationship with God. There are over 400 centers for spiritual living around the world that teach Holmes' philosophy called Science of Mind. You can find out more there at csl.org. And to close out this segment, you can find out more about the Science of Mind textbook in a year that Dr. Goldberg was speaking about earlier, and I will read a short segment from one of their daily lessons. The universe, both visible and invisible, is a spiritual system. Man is a part of this spiritual order, so indivisibly united that with it, the entire cosmos is reflected in his mind. Evolution is the awakening of the soul to a recognition of its unity with the whole. Material evolution is an effect, not a cause. This reverses the popular belief, declaring that evolution is the result of intelligence, rather than intelligence being the result of evolution. Once again, it's scienceofmind.com and davidsgoldberg.com. We'll be right back after these messages. The 7th Wave Channel on The Voice America Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. 1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly online publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. Engage with experts in topics of consciousness. Become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, expanding the heart, and experiencing greater aliveness. 1111 Magazine, Order now at www.1111mag.com, 1111mag.com. Ask Theo Live is talk radio like you've never heard before. Following her near-death experience, world-renowned author and spiritual medium Sheila Gillette became the direct voice channel for Theo, a consortium of 12 archangels. Through this unique channel, Sheila and her co-host Marcus Gillette present you with an opportunity to speak directly with Theo live on air on any topic you wish to discuss, including receiving authentic messages from deceased loved ones and angelic guides. Get the answer you need by tuning in to Ask Theo Live Talk Radio. Tuesday mornings at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine. 
powerful speaker of wisdom and a life mentor. Find out more at imsimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. Our individualized universe is forever complete, yet forever completing itself, in order that every experience may teach us to transcend some previous one, in ever-ascending cycles, upward bound. This is the true meaning of misfortune or vicissitude or suffering, which is never a thing in itself. Our recognition of truth is its pronouncement of itself. And when a man says, I am, it is God proclaiming his own being. Emerson said he was often conscious of Job nodding to Job from behind our backs. The secret is a, there is a secret way of the soul, which all may know. It is the way of peace and love. The secret way leads into places of joy and into the house of good. It is the way of spirit, and all may enter who will. I tread the secret way of good, the path of peace, and I enter into the secret place of the Most High. The secret place of the Most High is within me. This is from the book, The Science of Mind, textbook in a year. This is by Ernest Holmes, who is considered the go-to source for the core teachings of religious science. He wrote his seminal book, The Science of Mind, in 1926 and revised the text in 1938 to create an edition that has since been published in several languages. Dr. Ernest Holm is also the author of numerous other books on metaphysics and originated The Science of Mind magazine, which has been in continuous publication since 1927 and is celebrating its 90th anniversary now. Born in Maine, Holmes was largely self-taught, seeking out the writings of Ralph Waldo Emerson, Christian D. Larson, Thomas Troward, and Phineas Quimby. Holmes founded the Institute of Religious Science, which is now Centers for Spiritual Living. Ernest Holmes inspired the positive thinking of Norman Vincent Peale, Peggy Lee, Cary Grant, Cecil B. DeMille, and countless others. The vision, the global vision, is that they envision all people all beings, and all life as expressions of God. You can find out more about Ernest Holmes, Science of Mind magazine at scienceofmind.com. And you can find out more about the editor and publisher, the Reverend Dr. David S. Goldberg, who is with us today at davidsgoldberg.com. Welcome back, David. We were talking about a couple of the things that Science of Mind is involved in, one of which is the Association for Global New Thought Symposium in San Diego later this month. And you are also a supporter of the New Thought Channel, which is now on Roku. I'd love for you to mention a little bit about that. In addition to something really exciting, which is the Spirit at Sea 90th Anniversary Cruise that is scheduled for January 2018, hosted by Science of Mind. Yes, thank you, Simran. Um, we are very excited to be partnering with the New Thought Channel. You know, since, as you have suggested, our magazine has been in continuous publication for the past 90 years, we have a, a whole lot of content, and it is still good, it is still valuable, and we are excited to partner with the New Thought Channel to be able to share these timeless ideas with a much broader audience. So we are... Um, in, in process of creating videos and more visuals to go with that. Uh, it was just a, a great pleasure to be at the launch of the New Thought Channel in Florida in July. 
which is where I think you and I had a chance to have a conversation. And so one of the, one of the many benefits of our participation in that effort. So we truly do support the New Thought Channel and all of the, the great work that is happening there by our friend and colleague, uh, Jim. And uh, yes, uh, so we are launching our 90th anniversary of Guide for Spiritual Living, Science of Mind magazine with our October issue. And your uh, math-savvy listeners would suggest, well, if it was founded in 1927 and this is only 2016, you're, you're off by just a bit. And you know, our, <laughs> philosoph our philosophy is never postpone joy. So we are, start we are starting with the October issue. We'll be celebrating throughout next year with special issues with double mailings to our subscribers and uh, to cap off an amazing 90th anniversary celebration, we would love to invite uh, all of your listeners to join us for Spirit at Sea. Uh, and that is going to be in January of 2018. Uh, yes, 2018. So people have a lot of time to plan and to save. It's the last week of January into the first week of February. And um, I will be on board uh, Reverend Temple Hayes from First Unity of St. Petersburg is going to be participating. Uh, Reverend Dr. Roger Teal and his wife Erica from Mile High Church in Lakewood are going to be participating. Uh, Reverend Dr. Michael Gott from First Unity of Houston is a powerful voice in more ways than one, and he is going to be joining us uh, as, a, as uh, the providing the music for us as well. So it's coming together. It's going to be extraordinary. Uh, we have 200 rooms reserved. We anticipate 400 people or more. It's going to be a wonderful way not only to celebrate Science of Mind magazine, but to help so many people. You know, part of the work we're going to be doing on board Simran is what I call completions and creations. So we are going to be exploring uh, the great work that people have completed in their individual lives over the past year, and what is it that they want to create in their new life in the new year to come. So it's going to be wonderful. It's going to be unique. It's going to be creative. Uh, we have, uh, well, gosh, I don't want to give away all of our secrets, but as you can <laughs> tell, I'm very excited, and people can find more information at scienceofmind.com. Well, what better place to dive into the unknown than uh, into the spirit at sea? So definitely in, look them up at scienceofmind.com to find out more about that 90th anniversary cruise, January of 2018. We have talked a bit about the, the founding of science of mind, about the, the founder, and the philosophy. As the editor and publisher that is stewarding its path forward into its next 90 years, can you talk about the vision moving forward? Are there any changes? Um, what do you see for science of mind as you take this next leap? Gosh. Um... As Dr. Holmes was so fond of saying, I, I, it is my goal, it is my intention to be firmly grounded in principle and absolutely open at the top. So whatever we do, however we do it, 
that is the intention, that we will be grounded in principle, however we can continue to bring this, this teaching and these ideas uh, to the world. So at this moment, uh, in addition to the print magazine, which as you suggested is available at every Barnes & Noble in the country, uh, as well as any number of other outlets and electronically, we also have a free newsletter. So if there is somebody in your listeners' lives who may be, a, may be interested and they're not quite ready to sign up for a year of the magazine, excuse me, if they're not quite ready to sign up for a year of the magazine, uh, we invite them to sign up for our free newsletter. It comes out twice a month, and it builds on the stories in the magazine. It provides additional context and some more pictures and some uh, audio and video in some cases, and there are stories that are exclusive to the online newsletter. So everybody can sign up for free at scienceofmind.com, and we also uh, offer a an electronic flipping book version of the magazine. So we are trying to meet people where they are with how they like to receive their information. Uh, we, we so honor um, our longtime subscribers and readers. And our recent research showed that the people who did the research for us said, this is amazing. Not only do you have so many people who have been with you for 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, and longer, um, but these people are spending hours and hours with the magazine, and it truly serves them and is a companion on their spiritual journey. So that, that is the goal. That is the objective. Um, Excuse me. We we continue to have conversations about how we do that. Um, right now, we're having a fascinating conversation around gender-neutral language. As you suggested, Dr. Holmes uh, wrote the textbook in the early uh, 1900s. And of course, we're in a very different time and a very different place now. While the teachings are universal, uh, some would suggest that the language is stilted and outdated. So we are inviting all of our readers, all of our subscribers, to let us know their thoughts about that. Uh, is it important to keep the language exactly as Dr. Holmes wrote it? Or perhaps do we you know, run through it carefully and prayerfully and, and change the language uh, so that it is more inclusive and so that it can be heard by more people. Um, that is not an answer that I have at this moment, Simran. Uh, that is a conversation that, that we are having with all who are willing to engage with us. Uh, and we also touch almost half a million people on a regular basis through Facebook. So for those who are so inclined and engaged with social media, please like Science of Mind magazine on Facebook. And what we have heard from our online audience is they want to hear more from Dr. Holmes. Uh, they're not as interested in us reposting or sharing things from other outlets. They want to hear what is uniquely ours to provide. So we, we hear you, we honor you, and we are moving in that direction. So there is a, a lot going on. We are continuing to build our social media presence. Um, just this past month, uh, Dr. Ernest Holmes is now on Twitter. Uh, so we are, making, we are making the teaching available to as many people as we can in as many ways as we can. Beautiful. My guest today is the Reverend Dr. David S. Goldberg, and we are talking about scienceofmind.com. 
If you heard him earlier, he said that they are sending double issues in December, so it is the perfect time to get your print subscription and use that second issue as a stocking stuffer for someone that could use a little lift, a little inspiration, and perhaps a mind treatment. From the Science of Mind textbook, the way is made clear before me. I do not falter nor fall. The way of the Spirit is my way, and I am compelled to walk in it. My feet are kept on the path of perfect life. The way is prepared before me, and that way is the path of peace, of fulfillment and joy. The way is bright with the light of love and kindness. The way I tread is a pleasant and a happy one. I see the way, and I walk in it. The aim of evolution is to produce a man who, at the objective point of his own self-determination, may completely manifest the inner life of the spirit. Even the spirit does not seek to control us. It lets us alone to discover ourselves. The most precious thing a man possesses is his own individuality. Indeed, this is the only thing he really has or is. For one instant to allow any outside influence to enter or control this individuality is a crime against his real self. The things I need come to me. Whatever I need comes to me from the all good. Divine intelligence working through me always knows just what I need and always supplies it when I need it. This law is unfailing and sure and cannot be broken. I receive my good daily as I go along the pathway of life, and I cannot be robbed of my birthright to freedom and happiness. I receive my good. From scienceofmind.com. Thank you, Reverend Dr. David S. Goldberg. It has been an honor and a pleasure. Check out their Spirit of Sea Cruise, 90th anniversary, January of 2018. Get your print subscriptions or subscribe online. And definitely check out the Association for Global New Thought Symposium in San Diego, in addition to the circles that Reverend Goldberg discussed from the scienceofmind.com website. Until next week, I am Simran, in love, of love, with love, and as love. Be well. Thank you for opening your mind to a new reality, your heart to greater compassion, and your experience of aliveness with 1111 Talk Radio. Join host Zimron next Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern Time to step through the gateway of conscious living here on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Remember, you are not on the journey. You are the journey.